Welcome everybody to the second episode of the Redirect Podcast. I am Devon, um, 100% of the podcast. To my right is Karan, 0% of the podcast. It is what it is at this point. <laughs> and we're here to bring you... Just know that I came up with a name for this podcast, so I'm taking the name with me if I leave. That can't be confirmed. We're here to bring you another great episode to the Redirect Podcast. But before we start... I want to give a shout out to a few people that made comments on the post. Well, first, I want to say thank you for everybody that's supported by the likes, um, to likes our different the pages. listens and all yeah, that. Yeah, the listens, all of that to Facebook page, to Instagram. Uh, we are on Twitter, so go up there and like us up there as well. But um, we appreciate appreciate all the love. Um, it's great to have the support of everybody. You can follow me too at that Karan guy. Um, do you even do social media like that for real? Not really. Just follow Rita. Right? Just follow me and yeah. the page. You know? Just follow Just Rita ignore Rita. him. Yeah, I put out my other stuff at a later time. But um, Heck. I want to give a shout out to some special people. Um, me, myself, and I. Yeah, John Trips Jones, Karan's uncle. Thank you for the support. Thank you for the comment about uh, future episodes. Tyler Rentas, um, went to high school with him. Great dude. Thank you for the comments as well. And Kia Pettis worked with her. Um, thank you for the comments on the Instagram. Also, shout out to my uncle John Trips Jones I too. Him. Let me finish what I got to say. <laughs> shout him out. You didn't finish it I though. Wait. Give your uncle some love. Go ahead. Go ahead. Once again, like I stated, shout out to John Trips Jones and also go support him too. He on, he's doing his own venture too at um Rubberboski. So please go check that out. Um, let me gonna try to spell that for y'all. I had the shirt on yesterday, but I ain't got it on today. But yeah, go check him out at Roboboski on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I think he on Snapchat and you know, all social media platforms. Go check, go check him out. Thank you for that. I forgot to mention that. Yeah, right, so yeah. I, I do appreciate yeah. that. Uh, um, I need an apology for the. If you, can, I need an apology. If you go on our page, you'll see a post about that as well with his information. Up you gonna apologize for the in front of the fans? I was wrong, and I didn't let you finish. And my bad for that. Nah, I don't need my bad. I need a true apology. I am sorry. I know. I know you are. See, I'm I'm, I'm good mm-hmm. enough to do that. You better be. I ain't got to have a big ego. Because it's small demise. Yeah, that's big. Anyways, <laughs> you can also listen to us on the go. So you don't just have to watch our videos on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or wherever else. YouTube. YouTube, yeah. I forgot about that one. Look, look for us on YouTube as well. Um, you can listen to us in the car while you're taking a shower because I know you want to hear our voices while you're doing stuff like that. It's amazing. But you, you can listen to us on Spotify, the Anchor app, as well as uh, Pocket Class. We're on those platforms as well. I want to figure out how to get on iTunes. Uh, so we got to look into that too. Yeah. So at some point, hopefully, we'll get on iTunes for. I know all personally, users. I use iTunes. Exclusive so. uh, Apple users. Yeah, I like Spotify. I got it. I, if you're yeah. a student in, in in college or whatever, you can get Spotify and Hulu for five dollars a month, four ninety nine. So just look into that. Apple Music too. I'm just saying. Oh, both of them. Yeah, they got student oh, discs. Well, well, both too. of them. Hey, hey, save your money. Get these discounts out here. We we'll just go to YouTube for free. Whatever, whatever tickles your fancy. I mean, it's pretty. It's kind of easier to do it. Um, Whatever tickles they fans. Whatever floats hey, their boat. Uh, we put it out there. You do what you want with it. As long as you listen. As long as you listen. Support. As long as you listen. I'm talking about for other purposes, too. Like, you know, Spotify, you can listen to other music and stuff. As well as Apple Music. I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about this podcast. Okay. Okay. I want to share something. Um, 
real quick before we kind of dive into everything. I had this moment where I was just kind of like sitting and like, um, not reminiscing, but just like thinking about everything we did with the first episode. And I was like, I'm very proud of us for doing that because we did it. Like first episode down and we planned it for so long. Like I said last time and we finally did it. And I was like, bro, we already won. Yeah. We won. Like we did it. Yeah, that's, that's a win. That's a win. That's a win. So, finally planned it. We mapped it out, and we finally executed. Uh, like I said, I think the first time we thought about this really, really was um Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, yeah. Around that time, Thanksgiving, yeah. and, you know, start looking to the equipment and got all that. Got some mics and everything. Yeah, got a couple of mics. Yeah. But we only ended up with one mic in the end. Yeah. Yeah. Mic problems and whatnot. But that's neither here or there. But yeah, we executed yeah, and we, finally we here. So whether we give you guys 10 more episodes or a thousand episodes, like just know we are happy because yeah. we did it. Like we, we actually carried something out and we want to, we're not going to stop. Like we're not going to stop at 10 episodes, but you know, I'm just saying we want to keep, no, we're not, <laughs> we're going to keep on going. Um, but we would love to have everybody's support, share the page, share our videos. Um, if you like what we have to say, comment. You know, comment on the videos. We will respond. We want to, like we say, we want to create a community where people feel like their voice is heard and you can have dialogue with us. If you have ideas for other episodes, yeah, put it in there. Definitely take some ideas and whatnot. Like I said, we want to be a family here. Yeah. If you have some critiques, let us know about that as well. I know last time I was annoyed because I kept hitting the table and I was talking to Karana about it. I'm like, that annoyed me. So I'm not going to do that. Look where his hands at now. They down now because I was I was in the table every like three seconds and I could hear it. But you know, don't don't feel like you can't make those comments. Like we're we're not that sensitive to the point where we're gonna like start banning people or arguing with people. We ain't about that. That's that's not what we're here for. We're here for love, peace, and unity. And speaking on comments, since you brought it up, I did have somebody send me a personal comment about the first episode. Oh yeah, yeah. They said that um. You look like you be angry when I crack jokes. You <laughs> <laughs> said that. Don't worry about that. I'm going to ask you about it later. <laughs> they said it, um, like you ready to snap at a drop of a hat. <laughs> I'm like, so it happens to me. It was his angry it black man right here. It was me after the podcast. I'm plotting. That's that's what it is. I'm plotting. Thank you for pointing it out because that's what it is. I'm, I'm Every time he makes a joke, there's one strike in my head. I'm like, we keep striking them up then. <laughs> Bone better get a turkey out of this bit. So Karan, you know, you know, if he um, a little different. I'm not it wasn't me. Clearly you just said it was you. Hey. I this did not is incriminate a, myself. You put microphone right here and you talking right into it. It's too late now. Anyways, to get started, to redirect our attention on the main topics at hand. Karan, would you agree? That it is the job of a friend, loved one, a uh, family member to stop an individual from doing something that is not beneficial to their well-being. I'm going to say you can't force them to stop, but it's definitely their job to communicate with that person and get them to see, like, okay, this is not healthy. Like, you need to, in a sense, maybe seek some type of help or you need to stop doing what you're doing because it's not beneficial to you and it's not helping you. So, you need to... See the light and what's going on. So you're saying they should at least try? Yeah, definitely try. Okay. So so here's my question. You're familiar with Orlando Brown, correct? Yes. You, you know, he probably, for those of you who don't know him by, know him by name, uh, Eddie from That's So Raven. His name was Eddie, right? 
Yeah. Ravens yeah, playing yeah, on that song right here. Eddie. Yeah. If you can see into the future, and I'm like, go ahead. Why hasn't anyone taken his phone? Like, where's his support group? Where's his friends? Where's his family? I get he's a grown man. <laughs> Definitely a grown man. Yeah, but, you know, like, why? Like, it makes me wonder if, um, do he have real friends there to support him? Mm-hmm. What happened to the relationship with his family? Mm-hmm. You know, is there still a, a bridge there connected? Mm-hmm. Or do you have people surrounding him that encouraging him to do these type of things? That's what I feel. I, I've looked online. I feel like some people are saying like his behaviors are being promoted for the views. I can believe that because people find humor in it. Like I said, he's a grown man, so at the end of the day, he's going to do what he wants to do. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure there's people in his life that are saying, hey, man, like, that's not a good look. And, you know, I can't really come and take his phone. Yeah. He pays for it. You know, I I can't do that. He's not a child. But at the same time, like, is it the responsibility of others to make sure that he's good and he doesn't put out content? So let's give a little bit of background context. Okay. Recently, he's been known to put out videos in in the past of saying various different outlandish things things, outlandish things yeah recently he was talking about nick cannon Mm -hmm. and i was saying that nick cannon performed oral sex on him don't know if it's true not here to to um talk about anything about that if they have that i don't believe but go ahead nope (laughs) if they have to have you know if that's what they chose to engage in that's them they're two adults and i hope they were consenting at the time um I don't necessarily believe it either, only because as the second time I watched the video, because the video's online for anybody that wants to see it, um, he says, uh, he says something like, didn't want to put me on Wild and Out. Yeah, sound like a little bitterness or something, mm-hmm. maybe. Cause I, I don't believe because looking at his track record, his history, yeah, he's been known to say some crazy things. Yeah. Like that one um, interview he had when we talk about Raven, when he gave it that, when he gave it that stuff, I'm like, looking at his track record, it's like, uh, kind of hard to believe. And then seeing nobody's, at least from that era, that time, nobody's really messing, rocking with him. Like, I don't see, you know, Raven rocking with him no more. She's doing her own thing now, successful. She's had some. Well, she has she some, some stuff too that people. Well, she's doing her own thing, saying her own things, but nobody's really. You don't know see like no I personally I haven't seen like no Death Soul Raven reunion or nothing like that, no where the cast is getting back together and having a good time. Well she has a new show. Oh she do? Mm-hmm. You know, I ain't got I think it's called Raven's House or something like that. Over the uh That's a new thing they've been doing on Disney Channel, right? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Oh, okay. uh, the the girl Chelsea's up there. Hmm, yeah. And I, I don't know if they wanted Eddie to be up there and he did refuse or not. But um yeah, I, and I get where you're coming from because he has a history of kind of saying things that make you like, can I really trust mm-hmm. what this guy is saying? Yeah. But at the same time, like I'm watching the video, he didn't really appear like he was under the influence. No. But at the same time, I think he does suffer from mental health issues. I can agree. So that could be the cause of him, why he says some certain things, you know? Yeah. I mean, I know he was on Dr. Phil at one point talking to him about everything. He's, I didn't see that. Yeah, he's been on. Um, he was talking to Vlad one time from Vlad TV, mm-hmm. different um, media outlets, I believe. He he just strikes me as as someone that is battling like like I said, mental health issues. Yeah, and it's really sad to see 
someone that you've watched growing or anybody battle with mental health issues. But, yeah. you know, you watch him on TV and, you know, things like that. And now you see him with these videos saying all these different things. And it's like, man, like, it just goes to show you how significant it is to, like, make sure that your 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 well-being, your mission, your mental well-being is taken care of. Yeah. Yeah. Very important. But um, I, I, I liked how Nick Cannon responded to it. How, how did he respond? I didn't see your response. I didn't read all of it. I think it was like tweets or some kind of messages on, on, on social media. But he was basically like, you know, it's, it's clear that he's suffering from like mental health issues. Um, the brother needs help. And I hope he gets the help that he needs. It almost sound like Nick to the high road. Yeah. Instead of going down to his level and it's like bashing him Man, and stuff like that. It could have been ugly. It, it could have. Because he could have been like, I ain't da, 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 you know, that yeah. like, name calling and uh, ridiculing and, you know slander but i'm glad he didn't because it seemed like nick has just really been on a whole nother level lately yeah doing his doing his thing doing what nick does so i'm glad he took that high road and like and staying like you know he needs some help you know and basically we should know we should help this man yeah not just keep laughing at him because you think it's funny i mean but like i said need help yeah and i and i do want to say like parts of the videos he's put out Orlando brown have been humorous just because like when you he was like doing the um about thing yeah. like he's like what yeah it's like that is that reaction <laughs> it's like what <laughs> but him battling with mental health issues and, and substance abuse problems is not yeah. funny yeah like no. we're not laughing at that it's just like the small things like that they had that catch you on guard like what i remember that song but right now like you're doing that right now <laughs> <laughs> so you know it's um it's it's tricky yeah it's tricky I, I can imagine it's hard having somebody like that in your life and wanting to seek help for them, but they don't want it. Yeah, cause it's like you can want you can want the help for them all you want, but if they're not willing to change or they don't see nothing wrong with their behavior, they are not going to change, and you cannot force them yeah. to change. That's the harsh reality. You can't force somebody to change, no matter how yeah. much you want to. You cannot force them because you force yourself upon somebody. They're just going to keep pushing away and rejecting And then they're going to keep doing the things that they want to do even more. Makes it even tougher for them to change. I think that's a good life lesson right there, too. If you take it out of, like, the conversation of mental health and, and substance abuse issues, mm-hmm. and just people in general mm-hmm. who are having issues or maybe they're doing something that you don't feel like is, is healthy. Yeah. You can't make them change. You can't. They have to be willing to change by themselves. And as I learned in school, change is a... It's a cycle. It's like a process. It's mm-hmm. like six stages to change. Okay. Um, the first step is pre-contemplation. It's basically where they don't see nothing wrong with their behavior. Mm-hmm. So essentially, like people like Orlando Brown could be in that stage. You no, know, I see nothing wrong, so I'm gonna keep doing what I do. Granted, everybody else might see something wrong, but if he don't, there ain't no problem to him then. Yeah. Then the no, second stage is what contemplation. It's now they're starting to be aware of what might be wrong. Like, okay, I. Okay, I might be messing up a little bit. I might need to change some behaviors or something. Yeah. And then Thursday, I believe it's preparation. Now they're trying to, okay, let's see what I can do to get some help and whatnot. Uh, fourth stage is that action, action phase. So now they're using the resources, the tools necessary that they have to basically to make steps towards that change. Um, five is maintenance. And that's basically just maintaining yeah. the action phase on maintaining the change yeah. and then the last step is um relapse and that's 
they might have a hard fallback, a soft fallback when they might go back into their old habits. And then now they just got to work their way back up through the process again. And really, at any step in the process, you can fall behind. It doesn't have to go in the full circle. Then you, okay, now I'm at relapse phase. Now, now I'm supposed to fall back. No, you can get to stage three and, and go back. Yeah, go okay. back. So it's just like a constant working cycle that you got to keep working on. And I believe that he, if he's, I don't think he's shown that there's a problem. So I would say that he's probably in the pre-contemplation stage. So he don't mm-hmm. see nothing wrong. So therefore, he keeps posting these videos every blue moon and keep doing him. So you think you say he's in, you, you believe he's in pre-contemplation? Yeah. Well, he doesn't see nothing wrong. Gotcha, gotcha. Because he continues to put out the videos. Yeah. I have to say this. As you were talking, I was trying to keep a straight face. While at the same time not appear angry, cause now that that comment is in my head, so, so I'm trying not to look like I'm mad. <laughs> the whole time I was like, look, look, like not serious, but be serious. We talk about something serious. I didn't even crack a joke or nothing. That's just I how know, you know. I know, but I was just like, you know, you used to angry I black man. I didn't want to. What, what stage you in? <laughs> I'm in contemplation now, cause I'm thinking about it. See, some help. I'm thinking about it. I'm like, don't look angry, Devon. But um, as somebody that wants to support someone going through those stages, what should you do? What can you do? To support somebody in those stages, so basically just meet them where they at. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, it's really just meet them where they at. You know, you don't want to, like say, try to drag them along somewhere. And you don't want to belittle them. Like, come on now, you really got to get this stuff together because, you know, you keep you know. But um, you just want to meet them where they at and you know, make sure, you know, you're being genuine with them, you know. Um, being empathic with them, you know, you don't want to. Like I said, just don't be overbearing, really. Just like I said, meet them where they at. How do you meet them where they are? You mean like go to their location? Now you know dang well that's not what I. I know what you mean, but they might not may not know what you mean. Well, since you know what I mean, explain what I mean. Then. Go about meeting the person where they at. Yeah, I think it's understanding their limitations. No, not understanding. No, I'm just. Shake my head because your computer going on. Oh, I mean, you got me that. I know what it mean. Understanding their limitations and being empathetic and providing support and care in a way to where, like you said, you're not like another source of stress because they're already yeah. dealing with the stress of the addiction or yeah. the mental health. A lot of time they might think they don't have nobody there supporting them. Yeah. Really, they got people supporting them all the way. Yeah, this people don't know how to support in ways that they should be supporting this particular person. And I know it's hard. You know, it, I, it has to be hard yeah. to, to see anybody that you love or care about, like, suffer through substance abuse issues or... Cause I know some people might say, like, say, for example, you see somebody battling alcohol addiction yeah. and the family don't really know much about it. So they're going to be like, man, just put the bottle down, man. You yeah. ain't got a drink, man. Dang, yeah. come on, man. I'm trying to help you. Just, it's easy. Yeah, like, just, yeah. just put it down. Like, yeah. it might not be that easy for them. So... They need more, so they need some real support. So they just put the bottle down. I'm trying to snatch it from now. You might make them angry and aggressive. Then things might happen. You don't want to happen. Do you remember that show Intervention? Did you ever watch it? Nope. You never watched it? Nope. Do you know what it's about? Nope. I'm know? assuming it's about interventions. Yeah, I was about to say it's about <laughs> interventions. So I was going to ask you, does that work? Because in the, in the show, like, they will meet with, like... Is that the one with, um... They made a meme with that one black guy? The best cry ever? I think so. You were like, but deep down, yeah, I still love you. Yeah, okay, I, know I think I think that's what it is. Um, well, I think it's from that. Does that work? Uh I can see. I can see it kind of working. I can see that putting them 
somebody that's in the pre-contemplation stage into the contemplation stage. Okay. So now all your loved ones is like you see no problem in the pre-contemplation stage, and then all your loved ones come together to have an intervention, gotcha. and they just expressing themselves. So now they bring an awareness to the issue. I'm trying to let you see what's wrong, like see if you can actually like, no. Shine a light on yourself. Like, okay, now I've seen how this is affecting the people in my life, my loved ones, and everything. I, okay, it is becoming an issue. Yeah. But you know, for some people, that just sometimes it don't work. Yeah. No, yeah. not one thing works for everybody. Yeah. Okay. That's one thing you gotta remember. Is relapsing, from what I, if, I, if I heard you correctly, relapsing is something that happens a lot. Yeah, it can happen a lot. Okay. And some people don't know. Some people are able to stay sober and stuff, you know, make changes, but some people sometimes have those little hiccups, the little yeah. bumps in the road. Yeah. You know, relapse or the way we look at main the main the way that I think that people look at relapses is when they think of like drugs and stuff yeah, like that yeah. and just relapsing. Um, I would go for me personally. I would say no relapsing can be for anybody. Like, mm-hmm. okay, you say you wasn't going to um eat um sugary snacks. You oh, made it yeah. two weeks now. And then you see that um uh, honey bun like. Oh. The honey bun looking kind of thick, yeah. kind of icy and glazed, just the way I like it. Yeah, extra <laughs> thick. And you eat that honey bun, and now you now you done relapse. Mm-hmm. You know, you broke your what you was trying to do, and now you got to start back over. That's I believe relapse can be For any way you put it. Yeah. Okay. So it's not just drugs. Specific to drugs. Yeah. Okay. If you if you look at it the way I just put it, then yeah. Okay. I think that's important to know because I know when I've thought about um, substance abuse and trying to like recover from that and not use anymore when i would think about relapsing i'm like it's all over like once you relapse it's done what do you mean by done like if you're working towards not let's say it's the drug is meth you're working towards not using meth anymore and you have a relapse like it's over like you have like it didn't all, work. everything you work for is over yeah that's what i used to think mm-hmm. so that's is that no, like I said, it's a cycle, man. Like yeah. I said, relapse is part of the cycle, and not everybody's going to relapse, but some people are going to relapse. They like, might take a hard fall or a soft yeah. fall, and they just got to be able to know, be resilient, and try to bounce back. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Because it's all a part of life. Yeah. 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 That's. I think that's good. I think that's that was very informational. I didn't know about all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, I like how you applied it to, like, real-world stuff. Yeah. I think we relapse all the time. I told you what, them it's 64 days the in gym. gym. Yeah. <laughs> 64 exactly days. Boy, we'll you go said 60 last time. 60? Well, I try to <laughs> fight. They had them more days. Than, uh, yeah, but we, we do that because yeah. we'll be good. Not just not to compare us going to the gym with people dealing with significant issues. like uh, We're just applying it to our lives. Real-world stuff. Um, so, like, we go to the gym for two weeks straight. Yeah. And then we don't go. By two like weeks straight, he does not mean 14 days straight. I can tell you yeah, right now. No. no that <laughs> it might be like six days out six of, days out out of, of two, two weeks. weeks. We went three days each week. Yeah. Or maybe uh, eight. Because we went 14 days straight. Boy, you know, I'd be. <sighs> I already hear shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> this podcast, my shirt off, boy. <laughs> I, went, I went there now. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, so that's something that um, people can use to relate to that. Like, yeah. Just. But then when we recover, like you said, and be like, hey, bro, we ain't been in a week. It's time to go back. Back in there, yeah. Okay. So that that's recovering from the relapse. Yeah. Okay. So let's, oh, we're back in that um that action phase now. The action phase, okay, now we back in the gym. And then the maintenance phase, okay, now we got to maintain this gym life now. Now you tapping the table. I didn't tap it. That's what you said. Welcome back. 
to a first episode. Hey, I'm just. You better stop. I, I my hands down here for a reason. We going trigger. <laughs> Angry black man. Have me start tapping the table. We start relapsing. This hand is used for more things than just tapping the table. Anyway. <laughs> Did you see the video or hear about um, former NBA star Delonte West? Yes, I okay. did. I saw it on Instagram. Okay, what were your thoughts when you saw it? Um, first I like. Can you explain for people that haven't seen it? You brought it up. I mean, you say you seen it, but clearly you seen it first. Uh, I just you seen it more it. times I'm, than I have. I mean, I have seen. It. Just go ahead and explain it to him. Anyways, uh, a police apparently a police officer recorded um, Delonte West. He was involved in a fight on like a highway or something. Um, and they were just recording him as they were talking to him. He was handcuffed, sitting down on a curb. And he just kind of seemed um, disoriented and out of it. And I think the cop is now getting in trouble for his recording because they were like, Probably he, he, he wasn't up. supposed to be doing that. That's kind of a pri- Well, it is an, inv- an invasion of his privacy. Yeah. Um, his face wasn't bleeped out or anything. I don't know if he was... He didn't appear at that time to be in a condition to give consent. Yeah. And I don't know if he did afterwards. But um, so that's that's what happened in the video. Um, at one point, he says, like, he's the president, which we know he isn't. Um, what were your thoughts? My first initial thought, like, that really Delonte West? I had to yeah. look at old pictures, like, this is what he used to look like. Man. Yeah, like, yeah. Clearly, well, he you know, clearly looks different. Yeah. yeah. And like, I like, when watching, I was like, clearly, this, he needs some type of help. Because from one, you know, he went from a NBA basketball player to... Numerous teams. He played with LeBron at some point. Yeah. I remember there was a story about him and LeBron. Mom, he bring point. extra stuff up now. But yeah. uh, <laughs> went from an NBA player, you know, making good money. Yeah. Now, you in the media multiple times, you know, being reported, what, homeless and stuff like that. Yeah. Or not having money at all. Battling with uh, substance abuse issues. Again. Yeah. Um, and also... I believe he came out and the family came out saying that he also has a bipolar disorder. Mm-hmm. So he 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 was dealing with that mental health a diagnosis and then substance abuse. Substance abuse. Yeah. yeah. So I don't. It's it's so sad. Like I said before, when you see somebody, anybody. Yeah. But you know he's somebody that's known nationally. Yeah. And same with Orlando Brown. You see somebody that was in this state at one point in time, and then you see them again, and, and you see the effects that substance continued substance use has on those people like he's noticeably uh more thin mm-hmm. um when he's talking he just he, he, you can kind of tell like he ain't you know not yeah all the i can understand there. what he was saying for yeah. real yeah because like, like we know he ain't the president yeah so. <laughs> you know, like he need like this man needs some type of help yeah, right he needs now assistance. he needs support and he help one of the things conversations that people on online were having was that um the nba needs to help him Mm-hmm. NBA needs to help him. This is what they're saying. NBA needs to help him, and his former teammates need to help him as well. Now, I saw as well that the Celt- at least the Celtics were like, we offered him a job, and I think he did have a job with them one time as a scout in the D.C. Mm-hmm. area. But they were like, um, it didn't last long because he, w- he would be late, I think, or he wouldn't show up to some of the jobs or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so that kind of like went away after a while. So it looks like at least one team tried to help. Yeah. But is it the job of the NBA to assist or any job for that matter to assist their employees when they're dealing with those kind of challenges. I, I, I wouldn't necessarily say it's their job like they're obligated to do so. Mm. But it almost sounds like it's a humane thing to do. Like yeah. you no. Know, look out for one another and the yeah. golden ticket, the golden rule and all that. 
But I wouldn't necessarily say it's their job, but it would be nice if they had programs lined up in place to help these, you know, um, players who retire and stuff like that so they don't go through, like, I know there's been players with gambling addictions yeah. and, like I said, substance abuse, mental health, and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, I think it would be great if they had programs lined up for these people to help them mm-hmm. in their time of need when they need it. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what I would think. What you think? What do you think will happen to an employee at Walmart if they were dealing with the same thing? Do you think Walmart will reach out to help? I feel like that... Ultimately, I would like to say no, mm-hmm. but I feel like that would be like a Case by case type of thing, depending on how That's good the relation. Walmart with the managers and everything. I mean, like, what are their relationships to this particular employee? You know, he's been yeah. here long. He's really part of the team. He's a family. Yeah. But then it might, even if it falls on on corporate, corporate might. I feel like it's too many people at that point, and then you would always be helping somebody. Cause I feel like at that point it would be the employees themselves yeah. trying to help. Yeah, the person like you need. said, it'd be like on a, a, a smaller level. It'd be yeah. like a supervisor at that store saying, "Hey, um, Karan's falling on hard times. Let's help him out." Mm-hmm. Versus like corporate, because then, like, I feel like everybody should be helped. But I feel like if corporate helps one person, then they have to help everybody. Yeah. And there's WalMarts everywhere. everywhere, and there's so many employees. And if you start helping one, then everybody has to get it. Yeah. Like, Somebody could be like, well, shoot, I need help on my rent. Like, you going to help me with that? Like, you know. Yeah. I think, and I think we saw that with the Celtics. Mm-hmm. Almost like a supervisor. Like, yeah. hey, like, we're going to help him. Because he was with our organization. We valued him here. Obviously, yeah. we offer him a job. They didn't have to. Yeah, they did. And let's see what happens with that. Unfortunately, it seems like that fell through, which just kind of goes into, like, the battles with uh, substance abuse, if that was the case, mental or the health. mental health issues. Yeah. yeah. Um. I don't think the NBA has. I, I don't know. But I know I always hear a conversation about um, athletes blowing through money and stuff yeah. like that. So I, I'd be curious to find out if they have any programs that assist their players with maintaining uh, stable lives. Yeah. I just don't know. I think that would be best. Like, the players could form a type, some type of organization for players. Mm-hmm. Like the players for players they type the, thing. What, National Basketball Association? Uh-huh. Um, they have, like, a... National Basketball Association, that's the NBA. Yeah, but that's, that's a, a, another group within that. Remember Derek Fisher was like the president? A part of, that's when they went to the whole lockout the players thing. thing. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So I wonder <laughs> if they are doing anything for players. No clue. Yeah. But then again, it will also lead back to we don't know. We've seen what's presented to us. Now, they could have yeah. tried to help. There could have been multiple yeah. players try to help. Yeah. And if Delonte West is not really – trying to receive the help, no yeah. still in that pre contemplation stage. He's not trying to get the help, I don't see no problem. Yeah. There's not so but so much that somebody can do. Yeah, that's the, it sounds I, mean, I don't want to sound bad, but that's yeah, almost the reality you. of it. That's like, an unfortunate thing. Yeah. Like you say, you can't you can bring a horse to water but you can't make it drink. Exactly. And sometimes the best things we can do is just plant seeds. Like we yeah. see that in our work all the time. Like yeah. we have clients that we uh we work with and they're not always receptive to what we're presenting. Or the techniques that we're trying to give. Oh, don't get me started on work. But um, I feel like I know for me, I feel like I think I tell you this all the time. I tell everybody, I come into these schools. I feel like I come in with this knowledge that you can have to help you succeed in life, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to give it to you. Like it's shiny, take it, mm-hmm. and you just keep pushing away. Like no, I don't want that, Mister Walker. I'm like, but you need it. It can help you. Like yeah. I wish I had this when I was your age, but they just yeah. don't want it. And like I know I can't force it on them, but all I can do is like I said, plant them seeds and keep plant trying. Plant them seeds and keep them. And moving. the crazy thing is like, whenever I leave a job working with kids, it's like the whole time I'm working with them, 
It's like they want to be knuckleheads and give me a hard time. Yeah. Granted, I know them. They don't mean it in a sense, but yeah. that's what they're doing the whole time. Yeah. But when I'm leaving, they find out that I'm leaving. They now they sad. Like Mr. Walker, we want you to stay. Like why can't you stay? Like this, this come back, Mr. Walker. I'm like, I can't know. I got to continue on my path yeah, now. Like I wish I would have been like this from the jump. In a sense, but I understand that y'all kids, y'all gonna be yeah, resistant. Kind of resi- can't yeah. in some cases. Yeah, they can't show you that. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's another thing too to take into account. Like sometimes while you're playing in those seeds and while you're helping, you're not gonna receive the thank you right then and there, yeah. and that's hard. Yeah, you know that's always <clears throat> hard because it's like I'm helping you. Like you better tell me thank you. Like <laughs> we understand in our field, like that's just the case. Like we do it because that's what we signed up for. Yeah, like, this is what we want to do. For people that are dealing with friends and family that have those issues, like sometimes you just gonna have to bite the bullet and be like, you know, I, I know they mean well. Yeah. They're just not in a place where they can give me that thanks. And they might give it to you later. Like how many times have you heard stories of that where people are like, Man, the words you gave me, like, I know at that time I didn't want to hear it. I may have cursed you out, whatever, X, Y, and Z, but you know, a year later, like they really resonated with me and I've changed my life as a result. Like I know when you get those moments when those kids are like, Miss, man, Mr. Walker, you leaving? Like, I don't want you to go. Like, Boy, stuff like that. You feel good, right? Yeah, I mean, I had some elementary school kids. They were some ride or dies. Like, once I, once they found out that I was having <clears throat> issues mm-hmm. with the boss of um, <clears throat> the company I was with, mm-hmm. them kids were ready to fight him. These are elementary school kids. They're ready to fight for Mr. Walker. Like, Mr. Walker, that's him right there. That's why I go over there and do something right now. I said, calm down, buddy. Like, you can't be doing all that. But in the back of my head, like, Y'all just don't know. I got these, these mm, my squad right here. This, terrible. This, the, the Walker crew. I'm like, y'all ready? Yeah, ain't ready. Mm-mm-mm. Terrible, terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, good to see, like, okay, I, I made that connection with yeah. them. And, like, that's, that just, you know, makes me smile. Yeah. Ooh, ooh it's tough leaving them kids behind me. I yeah. was there for, like, over two years. And watching them kids cry made me cry. That's, you know, it's sad. Make you sad now, ain't it? Yeah. yeah. They you know, wrote me, like, goodbye letters and everything. <sighs> Every now and then I go back and just read on that. Yeah, you say it. But let, to know like there was, they was they were ready to ride for Mr. Walker. That was, that felt good. Yeah. Granted, I couldn't have them out there participating in all that stuff, but like just knowing like sounds like you wanted. <laughs> anyway, I'm not gonna speak on that. But anyway. you know, I wouldn't I want no kids try to fight my battles for me because yeah. I don't participate in like, aggressive yeah. things and stuff like that. So I always try to tell them that's not the way. Yeah, it's not. You know, don't do it. It's not worth it. And I might have a, a mental image in my head that's different, but, you know, that's not the way. Yeah. Not worth it. What, what, Goku and them have a little image training. They sit down, just battle in their head. That's what I be doing sometimes. Boy, I be shooting all kinds of powers out of my hands. <laughs> oh, you want to fight me? <gasps> I be charging. What, what? I be winning. I'm like 100 and 0 in my head right now. I think I might need to give you an intervention. You might need some help. This I don't want a couple I don't want a couple of battles against you in my head, too. That's <laughs> 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 That's how you push him down to basketball. <laughs> not- I went home and image trained that night. Uh, here you go with a slander on my name. Like, this is why that person thinks I'm looking at you like I want to attack you. Because obviously you've been telling them some stuff. I don't know who you are. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a fighter. You just, just put like, that out. You just look aggressive. Like, I don't know. Snap. I probably just was thinking. Mm-hmm. That's my thinking face. Your angry thinking face. <laughs> Don't be judgmental of how I look when I think. Uh, no, no judgment here. Sound like it was. I got a challenge for you. What? Keep your hands on the table for five minutes without thinking about it. About tapping? Without tapping or without even thinking about your hands. No, I'm not continuing. No, both hands. I said hands. I can't do that. No, don't. 
tap, hit, nothing. This, look, your finger's ready to move. I did it because I didn't make a noise. Right. Now, go and continue on. Continue. Continue on what we were talking about. Let me redirect you. Go ahead. I'm talking about substance abuse issues and Go mental ahead. health issues. Go ahead. I know this is something that has grown um, in popularity, and I think it's something that needs to be brought up. Um, here at Redirect, we care about all communities. That's not that's not phasing me. Um, we care about all Clearly communities. Clearly, it is. We at it. But obviously, um, myself and Karan. Um, belong to the black community Mm -hmm. so you know we feel like it's important to also shed light on issues that we experience um in our lives growing up and in our communities at large and i know dealing with mental health is something that is is challenging in the black community at times you know um there's a stigma around receiving services therapy Mm -hmm. counseling um receiving help I know sometimes our egos don't allow us to ask for help. Sometimes, yes. it's like I don't, I don't want to go and tell them that I'm. Sometimes we gotta be like Vegeta and hold it, and like take our pride. Yeah, you you gotta like my pride. Can't go out of my pride. That's your second Dragon Ball Z. Right? That's your third of all time with the pocket. Excuse me, with the podcast. Clearly, you need to change my my pop figure to But you need to get Vegeta back there now. And put him up here. You need to get Vegeta. You the one got all the pops back there. Anyways, um, why do you think that's an issue? Why is it hard for us in the black community to talk about mental health issues? Um, why is it? Why is there stigma around receiving services? And what can we do to make that better? Why, first of all, mm-hmm. do you think that could stem back all the way to like slavery times and whatnot? To not want to talk to the slave master, you no, know, come around, look at your child or whatever, and you know, oh no, he just being crazy, you no, know, because scared might get taken away or something like that. Um, and it's just been, we just been brought up like that, you know, keep it to yourself, keep it within the family, you know, men don't share, you know, keep it in. Yeah. Um, which is tough, you know, I know for me personally, if I hold it in, it just get bottles up, my chest get tight, and yeah. it's stressing my body out. It's not healthy. Yeah, not at all. I'm so glad you went back that far, because you know that history is my, my thing. Well, go ahead so, and talk about it. <laughs> to talk about we trauma. We're going to talk time. about trauma in the black trauma. community. We trauma. We're not even talking about mental health. We're talking about trauma. <laughs> <laughs> there have been studies that have shown that trauma is passed, um, passed down. Yeah, passed down to generations. Um, so everybody has some trauma that's been passed down. Mm-hmm. They even talk about it coming all the way back from my ancestors, like dealing with early ancestors. Mm-hmm. You know, dealing with uh, um, the dangerous animals at that time, and and how that has affected affected. Well, could you now. imagine this chilling in a a giant crocodile that pop out the water. I like, can I, I can. Sh- the stress that will cause. <sighs> <laughs> the stress that will cause. So take that into account that everybody, all humans already have some trauma that's been passed yeah. down. Then you bring into the um, the picture slave trade. Mm-hmm. A little history lesson real quick because Black History Month coming up. They did not take slaves from Africa. Mm-hmm. They took people. They took mm-hmm. people, they took farmers, they took scientists, they took um, herbalists, I'm glad, you, I'm glad you say that, because every time we do talk about that, no, yeah. they got slaves from Africa. Yeah. That's just new perspective for me. Like, no, they took people. Now, granted, some were already enslaved in Africa, and then they become they were enslaved again. Yeah, their, their slavery they, was they different, They captured though. people, too. Their oh, sl- yes. Yeah. 
See that? Oh, don't get me into that. We don't. All right, just keep, just keep on, just keep on. Boy, we gonna stand up for Black History Boy. Yeah, we gonna say, uh, we gonna say slavery for Black History Month, which is coming up. <laughs> first of the month, Quran. We gotta get together. February first is on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, they didn't. They they took the. In some, in most cases, I would imagine it wasn't all enslaved people that yeah, were then taken. Taken. It was like I said, farmers, doctors, etc., and brought them here and enslaved them. Mm-hmm. The form, the slavery in Africa wasn't chattel slavery. Mm-hmm. That's the form of slavery that was in America, which mm-hmm. dehumanized people. So now you have this new trauma of chattel slavery where you're not a human, you're not mm-hmm. a person, and I treat you as an animal. I can do with you what I want. I'm abusing you. Rape is rampant. Uh, physical abuse, physical neglect. They weren't eating the best meals. Yeah. They didn't have the best living conditions. They were working probably sun up to sun down. Yeah. Um, I think some plantations allowed them to have a day off. I don't know if that was across. I don't think that across was normal. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I had to do more research on that. But that kind of, those kind of conditions over years, yeah. decades, creates trauma. Yeah. Which then gets passed on and passed on and passed on and passed down. Yeah. To our communities today. Yeah. So we have all this trauma that's within us. And I'm glad this research is coming out now because now it's like we have a basis. We're traumatized people. Yeah. Living in America. Not to mention the trauma that we deal with now. Mm -hmm. We went through the trauma of slavery. We went through the trauma of Jim Crow. Went through the trauma of battling the segregation wars. Went through the trauma of integrating, because uh, integration, because then we had a fight with people with trying mm-hmm. to be in a space, mm-hmm. um, and now the trauma of, I mean, well, we also say convict leasing, the the trauma of um, police brutality, mm-hmm. um, and and everything that's going on now, racism, oppression, etc. So we deal with all those things, which also that which helps, I won't say helps, which has caused a lot, in my opinion, a lot of mental health issues mm-hmm. within the black community. Mm-hmm. That is uncomfortable to deal with. Boy, why don't you just go back to school and get your doctorate? Boy, man, if I, if I go back to school, y'all, it's going to be for African-American studies. Go ahead and get your doctorate, man. It's going to be for you. Sound you sound passionate. passionate yeah, 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 I said slavery. <laughs> you said slavery. All right. Let me tell you now, brother man. Let me tell you about slavery. <laughs> Let me tell you about trauma. <laughs> But yeah, like that's 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 my first love, man, is our history and culture. Mm-hmm. But um to get back on track, um, if you can imagine as we learn in our classes and in the field, like any kind of trauma is uncomfortable. And yeah. most times people don't want to talk about it. A lot of people don't know how to deal with it. Yeah. You can imagine like the people that were newly freed. Yeah. Not wanting to talk about the horrors of slavery. Yeah. So then you just don't talk about it. You still have issues because yeah. you went through it, but now you pass it on. And now you, sometimes it gets to the point where you don't even know why you yeah. have these issues. It's generational trauma. And that's one thing I feel like we need to work on as a community. Oh, that made me think about the whole make sure you win before the lights out, the street lights out and yeah. all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, what they called them? I forgot sundown towns or something like that. Something where, like that. I know you're talking about. Yeah, where if you were out past a certain time, like you know, the KKK be out there, they yeah, kill you or whatever. Um, man, even um, we talk about whippings. Mm-hmm. Boy, you better stop if I give you a whipping. Where yeah. do you think that come from, man? <laughs> <laughs> like honestly, where do you think that comes yeah. from? All these different things. Um, you done lost your cotton picking mind. Who you think was saying that? <laughs> the master. I mean, we continue to say these things, not even really understanding where they come what, from, yeah, the history of it. 
So learn your history. Not even if you're a black person. Learn your history if you're a white, Asian, Arabic. If you're a person. Native American. If you're a person, learn your, your family history and then learn the history of your people because that'll give you more insight on you mm-hmm. and the conditions of your communities and learn the, the history of your country. Mm-hmm. That'll give you some insight as well. But um, things that we can do to make it better, let's normalize therapy. Yeah. So, we need it. So what you're saying there right there leads me to my next question. Yes. Who do you think can benefit for seeking help, like therapy, you know, seeing counselors or that type of help? Who do you think can benefit? Everybody. Mm-hmm. It doesn't just have to be somebody that um, has a bipolar disorder. It can be someone that is dealing with um, so the stresses of life. I would say the daily life of stress. Yeah. yeah. Somebody that's like, I'm stuck. Yeah. I don't know what to do. I just graduated. I have $50,000 in debt. I can't find a job that I like. I don't know what to do. Yeah. You can go to therapy. You don't, and you don't have to go to therapy every week. You can go once a month. Yeah. Like, and then receive assistance. Yeah. Uh, well, what are your thoughts on that? Like I said, I think everybody could benefit from it. Um, people like I say, people like me could benefit from it. Even though I'm going to school to be a counselor, um, it's still good for a, somebody in training to seek no extra help. No, no. Everybody done with their daily issues, and I have my own daily issues and whatnot. This, there could be some things that I could benefit from going to see somebody. Have I been yet? No, probably should have been already. But, granted, my excuse is, which shouldn't be an excuse, that work full time, school full time, and life full-time just done i don't have the time and stuff but at some point in my life i would like to go and just talk to somebody yeah Yeah, because i know there's some things that i deal with like i feel like i'm very guarded at times certain things when i'm not very emotional expressive and a lot of stuff so i i get behind that and stuff you know try to figure out why so i can become a better version of me yeah yeah i think everybody could benefit from it like i said high school 18 year old who just graduated high school don't know what to do with life Instead of trying to be forced to go to the military, trade school, college, or whatever, you can go talk to somebody and figure out you know, what you really want. Go speak yeah. to a career counselor or something. Yeah. Let's, let's do some career aptitude tests or whatnot to see you know, what can help you out, know what some of your interests are. Um, like anybody, like I said, you just working every day and you're tired of living this type of life, and it's like, I'm done. Like, I need to go talk to somebody. Children, adults, yeah. people in the later years of life. Um, especially if there's things going on like divorce, yeah. um, excuse me, if somebody's passed on in the family and you just can't seem to get over this grief counseling. Yeah. I want to say this to you though. Um, I think you should go. I think you should make it a goal in this year to find somebody. I don't know about this year, just yet. Mainly yeah. because, I, like I said last episode, quit my job. Yeah. So that means what? No income. Yeah. <laughs> no insurance. Yeah. Uh, no nothing. So I'm just mainly focused on school. So if I do go, I'm going to find the funds to yeah. basically pay full price. Pay for it out of your pocket. And that's going to be another stressor just to get the counseling. Yeah. And I'm not trying to add another stressor. That's it right now. I want to talk about that too for a second. Um, But before I say that, I say that, and I hope I didn't make you uncomfortable when no, I say no. that. Because you know it's coming from love. Yeah. I went to therapy. You know I went. Yeah. Um, and the, the therapist that I had... She helped with career counseling. Mm-hmm. She helped with like just um, daily stresses of life. Um, talked about like different things, and it, I feel like it helped me. Mm-hmm. Some things that I took away from that that I I still live by because I don't go anymore. But it just there was certain insights she provided me about myself that I'm like, yeah, that is true. Yeah. You know, and I feel like in order for therapy to be its most beneficial, like 
you have to be willing to accept yourself how mm-hmm. you are meet yourself where you are mm-hmm. um and be open mm-hmm. you know and just be receptive to what's being said to you because if you come in there defensive and i know everything then it's not it's not going to be the most beneficial for you i will say this too i know we talk about this a lot mm-hmm. um it could be somebody in your life that tell you this every single day of your life, but sometimes you just need to hear it coming from somebody else. Yes, you yes, yes, yes. Come from somebody else. Yeah, and that can they don't have to. It don't have to be a therapist, counselor. It, it could be some random person walking down the street. They might yeah. notice it. And they might say it to you. And they might make you open your eyes up. Something like, oh, people have been telling me this yeah. for a long time. Maybe I do need to look into this a little bit. Yeah, I've heard that so many different times. Sometimes you're just too close to somebody. Yeah, you're like, I don't. I don't, don't take you. Don't, it kind of don't take you serious enough. Yeah, no, yeah. that's just that's just Devon saying that every day. He said that every time he see me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if you have insurance, um, check with your insurance provider and see what therapists are in your network, so you don't have to pay as much. And some people do a sliding scale. Sliding scale. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> you might be able to do like a pro bono service for a while, which is basically going to see a counselor for free pretty much. Mm-hmm. I don't know how all, every counselor agency does things differently. So mm-hmm. like, I said, like you said, you got to figure out who's around you, your network, and yeah. what can you get. Yeah. Because I know why some people don't go is because of money, like you, like you, like you mentioned, um, which is, it's sad. It's a tragedy because we need that help. Yeah, we need that assistance. You I know? was I was told at my college that um we can get a couple of free sessions there, but I heard it'd be so backed that's, up and you yeah, won't get I seen for like maybe a month or two out. I can imagine, and that's that's too far. Yeah, I mean, granted, Especially I'm a, when you need it right then. Yeah, need it right now. Like for somebody like me, okay, I'll come back a month or two later. I ain't really stressing about it right now, so mm-hmm. I just come back and talk about it later. Mm-hmm. But for other people who are going through something right then and there, they might need that services now yeah yeah i I understand that but that is another resource for those that want to use it if you're in school yeah um some colleges offer free um therapy yeah Um, so utilize it utilize your friends as well and develop some healthy coping skills so that leads me to the ending topic Mm -hmm. um you're talking about coping skills using your family self-care what is self-care divine taking care of yourself taking care of yourself why is that important Man, if you don't take care of yourself, who else will? Like I tell that people all the time. And it's crazy. Even though I'm in a grad school program for counseling, I'm in school with other people who go through their day life stresses. And sometimes Mm -hmm. some of them, they just don't believe in taking care of themselves. Because that actually happened last semester. Uh, Somebody, I'm not going to talk about that because I'm not. Yeah, I, I kind of get where you're probably going. Yeah, but it's people who don't believe putting themselves first before other people. So yeah. they have families or whatever they're trying to take care of, grandparents or whatever they're trying. And they believe they got to give them their all before they can even tune to themselves. But if you don't take care of yourself, how can you take care of somebody else? Yeah. So what are some forms of self-care that you engage in? Me personally, I mean, y'all probably see the guitars on the wall. I'm not a, uh, <laughs> I'm not a pro, but... When I pick them up, you know, sometimes it's just everything around me is not really there. And I just kind of focus on what I'm doing there, playing mm-hmm. the guitar, plucking the strings or playing a song that I enjoy. Um, meditation is mm-hmm. probably my biggest one that I do on a daily basis. And I sit, I focus on my breath, I focus on the body. Um, sometimes I focus on my thoughts or emotions. Um, and I just, I'm there, I'm present. You know, mm-hmm. I, a lot of anxiety and stress comes from living in the past 
and living in the present, which isn't here. Like the past is already happening. The past, I mean, the, in the future is not here yet. So being present helps me out a lot as well. My mindfulness training. Mm-hmm. Talking to you. Like I know we've had, not to say that uh, our conversations could take the place of therapy, mm-hmm. but we've had therapeutic conversations where I've talked to you about certain things that's going on mm-hmm. and it makes me feel better afterwards. You know? Just like, you know what? Get it now while you can't, while it's free. It's always going to be free for me. Wait till I get my license, boy. Once I come to LPC, I'll find your office, boy. I'm gonna be like, hey, I need this time now. <laughs> you wanna kick my client out? Go get. Come back later. Get, get gone. <laughs> nah, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> but yeah, that, those those are a few for me. What about you? I would say realize um, realizing last year one of the biggest um, self care things that I can participate in for myself is when I go to band practice. Mm. Um, I always complain that I don't want to go. I didn't practice. They're going to keep me out of bed. I'm also going to quit now because I ain't doing right. But not to get stressed out. And then when I go and play yeah. music with other people, yeah. after I just feel good. Like, you know what? I'm glad I came for these two hours. Like, yeah. I feel so much better yeah. now. I can just go home and just relax now. Like, so music for me has been yeah, a big one. Yeah, been a big one. I won't say number one, but it's been a big one. That's cool. Um... I would say some of my, probably not the best, but it works for me. Kind of sometimes just going to sleep. Yeah. It's not, just kind of like, you know what? Let me just put this stress to the side and take care of myself and catch a little bit of Z's real quick. Cause I'm tired. I had a long day and I need to relax. Yeah. Um, music is a good one for me. And um, being around friends is the one I like to say. No, just being talk. around me. That's what you mean when you I got it. more than one friend. It's just me. I got more than one friend. Okay. Well, you just happen to be the one closest to me right now. <laughs> so you get most of my attention. <laughs> Talk to my friends, though. That, that helps me out a lot, too. Because yeah. I'm able to get stuff off my chest sometimes and actually share. Um, yeah, so that's what some... And I like taking... During the summertime, I like taking nightly drives. Oh, yeah. We haven't done that in a long time. Yeah, we got to get back on that. I mean, life has just been... But as you get older, life just get more stressful. Don't I know. Uh, I did not ask for all this. Don't I know. I thought I was going to be doing good. I'm, I'm going to be 21. I'm going to have my own apartment. I'm going to be me, my Xbox, and I'm going to be chilling. Like I said, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I got the Xbox, but <laughs> ain't doing much chilling. It's straight work. As we close, I want to kind of give out some resources um, for the people to use. If, if you yourself are dealing with um, mental health issues or substance abuse issues, or you know somebody. Well, man, you just cut me you. off, but go what? ahead. No, nah, go ahead. Or you know somebody close to you that's dealing with it. Um, oh, before you go, real quick, I want to congratulate you for five minutes of no tapping. I don't know if you realized it, I know but you I did, did take your hands back down, though. I'm a winner. Yeah, all right. Anyways, um, resources for people that are dealing with these things whether it's you or somebody else um you can check out your uh, local community service board um it's usually a building you can do a quick search on your city virginia um maybe the human resources yeah human resources social services mm-hmm. I, or just do a quick search for like uh, substance abuse programs or um therapy in my area psychology today is a great resource to find therapists because you can look at the little bios and see yeah. what they offer and see what they're basically like, um, basically like facebook for yeah counselors and whatnot yeah. that's how i found my therapist um but use your resources and use the people around you and take care of yourself because it's, it's so important um we could talk about this for hours on end about mental health and, and therapy and everything else but you know for the purpose of this episode we're going to come to a close 
thank you guys for following um watching liking sharing subscribing subscribing to the youtube like, page go ahead and know, comment with us we'll talk back or yeah. not we're trying not to be shy yeah. um we, what do you want to hear us talk about like we we I talked to Karan about um, what his uncle and Tyler said. Like, we're going to incorporate that into an episode next month. Like, I feel like that's important. Yeah. Uh, I won't say the... Should I say the topic now? Uh, no, oh, we can save it for him. Yeah, we'll save it for him. But just know we hear y'all. Like, and if it works, we're going to put it in there. Yeah. So... We want to make this a good, I mean, a good community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, thank you, everybody, again. This is the second episode. We, we are going to bring you many, many more. We're going to improve as we move along. And yeah, we I have fun. Yeah. So, right. peace.